Welcome to the legacy teachings of Bill Anzavino, pastor of Christian Assembly Church since 1979. Though these teachings are decades old, we invite you to get out your Bible, take notes, and get ready to receive the uncompromised teaching of God's Word. For more information about Christian Assembly Church, please visit us online at cafamily.net. We have reality. We have a God who hears, who sees, who answers. Matter of fact, I remember reading where he talks about his eyes are over us. His ears are attentive to our prayers. And his heart is in this place. I believe his heart is in this place. God wants the supernatural in all of our lives to be a reality. I believe that. He wants us to experience the supernatural in our lives. But you see, it doesn't just happen. It doesn't happen because God wants it to happen. It happens because we pursue it. Well, when does it happen, someone says. I'll tell you what it happens. When you've been out in the desert for three days, you've had no water to drink whatsoever, and some fellow walks up to you, has $500,000 cash and says, I'd like to give this to you. But over here next to me, I have a jug of water. Take your pick. Man, your, roof is, your, your tongue is sticking to the roof of your mouth. What good is that money going to do if you're just going to die of thirst? Not one bit of good at all. Not at all. When we want the supernatural as bad as we want that water. When we thirst, and I mean thirst, with a thirst that cannot be quenched with anything else, that's when the supernatural will begin to work in a powerful way in our lives. The Holy Ghost wants to daily manifest Himself to us. The Holy Ghost wants to daily manifest Himself in us. The Holy Ghost wants to daily manifest Himself through us. Does that just happen? Nope. We can be more carnal or we can be more spiritual. It's up to us. If we want the supernatural to manifest to us, in us, and through us, then we've got to step into the supernatural. You might say, well, how do I step into the supernatural? Well, God gave us, first of all, a mandate to be filled with the Holy Ghost, to receive the Holy Ghost. You know a verse that should be on our lips every day? It's found in John 16, 13. How be it when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide us into all truth. He will speak to us what He hears of the Father. And He will show us things to come. That's the supernatural. That's His ministry. The Holy Ghost will speak to us. The Holy Ghost will guide us. The Holy Ghost will show us. As we step into that realm with the Holy Spirit and get filled with the Holy Ghost and speak with other tongues, that's our step into the supernatural. That's our step into the dynamics of the spiritual realm. And, you know, we can control 
to what degree the supernatural is manifested in our lives? You say, how? Well, in Ephesians 5, verse 18, it talks about speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and making melody in your heart unto the Lord so that you might be being filled with all the fullness of God. Every day we cater to different aspects of our lives. We cater to the natural. We cater to our physical appetites. We cater to some of our emotional needs. We cater to all the different things that pertain to our lives. But do we thirst daily for the supernatural and its working in our lives? Is there a hunger for it? Is there a thirst for it? See, sometimes we've got to get to the place like that man does in the desert. Jesus said, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. Is any man thirsty tonight? Let him come to me and drink. We've got to just get bold with God. Come boldly to the throne of grace. What did you come to the throne for, he said, to drink? What do you want to drink? Living waters. Hallelujah. Living waters. I see Isaiah there before your presence. I see John there before your presence. I see Paul being caught up before your presence. I see Peter, James, and John on the Mount of Transfiguration there before your presence. And I can go on. I see Elijah being caught up in a whirlwind. I see Elijah calling down fire from heaven. I see Elisha, praise God, saying there's more that be with us than there be with them. I see them stepping over into the supernatural, the spiritual realm. And why did Elisha see Elijah caught up in a whirlwind? Why was he allowed to see such a wonder and a sign? Because, you see, he had a thirst. I'm telling you, he had a thirst. He had a spiritual, supernatural thirst that could not be quenched with anything else. When Elijah said, stay here at at Gilgal, he said, no way. As sure as my soul lives, sure as you live, sure as God's alive, I'm moving on. I'm pursuing, I'm coming to drink. Stay here at Bethel, no way. Stay here at Jericho, no way. Stay here at Jordan, no way. I'm going all the way. Hungry, thirsty. You know, every single day, if we just set aside a, a portion of time, just a portion of time, just a portion of time to promote the supernatural is a whole lot better than spending a whole day or two fasting and praying and waiting on God. Every single day, just say, this is my meeting place. He'll meet with those that rejoice. There was a place where Moses met with God. Did you know that? There was a place where, where Moses, God told Moses, I'll meet with you here. Right here, I'll meet with you. I'll discuss things with you. You know, Jeremiah 33, 3, he said, Ask of me and I'll show you things that thou knowest not, that you've never seen before. Anybody thirsty tonight? I mean, really thirsty tonight? I heard one brother say, I served God all my life. I was raised in a Pentecostal home. Got saved when I was five years old. Got filled with the Holy Ghost. Spoke with other tongues. I was in Pentecostal circles all my life. One day, I just got before the throne of God and said, God, why am I not experiencing the supernatural? How come there's no supernatural working 
uh, of yours taking place in my life today? What's going on? How come I don't see it? He thought, he was of this mindset, he thought because he was around Pentecostal circles, because he was raised in a Pentecostal home, because he got saved at an early age and served God all his life, that automatically the supernatural should just work in his life. He found out that it wasn't that way. He said, God, I'm desperate. He said, I want to know that you're alive. I mean, I know it by faith in the Word of God. I've served you all my life and I know that, but I am opening up my heart. I'm opening up my life to the supernatural working of your power and might in my life. I don't want enticing words of men's wisdom. I want the supernatural power of the living God manifested in me and manifested through me every day of my life. And so he did exactly what he desired. He, I got before the throne of God, he said, and I just began to lift my voice on high. And I said to the Lord, Lord, I'm just going to shout your praises. Hallelujah. I'm going to shout your praises. And he began to shout praise unto God and glorify the Lord and magnify the living God. You see, there is a point of hunger and there is a point of thirst. And there is a place where one enters into with God that says, I'm not leaving until I get what I'm looking for. Hallelujah. And that's what he did. He said, and I went on and I went on. And God saw I meant business and I was not going to turn back from that place. And he went on and he went on. And he began to shout and praise and magnify the Lord. You inhabit the praises of your people. See, sometimes people want to get to that place, but we can't tell them how exactly. What took place in that man's mind? What took place in that man's soul? What took place in, in his spirit? What was stirring on the inside of him? You see, he got to a place. He got to a point. I want God. I want all of God. I want as much of God as I could possibly have. And Father God, I am not leaving. And this is what you said in your holy written word. And so I'm coming. I'm coming to drink. I'm coming to be filled, to overflowing, till my cup is running over. Why? Because I don't want just activity in me. I want it through me, praise God. And he began shouting praise to God. Didn't stop until all of a sudden the glory fell from heaven. The power of God just fell on him from heaven. And I mean, did a quickening and a working inside his, his life that was such a supernatural manifestation that God took it and thrust him out into a ministry. And he goes around the country teaching and preaching and sharing with a dynamic move of the Spirit of God everywhere he goes. It doesn't just happen. It happens because hearts are hungry and thirsty. I, I just began to reflect upon the supernatural, some of the things of the supernatural. Man, when I first came to God, I had a desire in me. I had a hunger and a thirst in me. I wanted all that God had. This book to me was such a live, it was such a living thing. I'll tell you what, I mean, I, I couldn't get enough of it. Couldn't get enough of it. And, and sometimes you wonder why things like this occur, but they do. And you maybe can't explain it. I remember when, when a brother gave me a New Testament when I was working in the mill. And I pulled that thing up on a chain. You talk about the supernatural. He said there was a supernatural light and glow that shone around that Bible as you lifted it up, put it inside your crane cab, and then we looked back and we saw a light inside that crane cab. A supernatural light. The supernatural should be a part of our lives. And if you're sitting out there and you're saying, Father, you know what? I want it. I want that kind of walk with you. It's not wrong to desire that. It's right to desire that. I want a supernatural walk with you. Hallelujah. You look at the men of old. They walked with God. Enoch walked with God and was not. Walked close to God. 
Paul the Apostle gave his heart. Talk about the supernatural. Gave his heart to Jesus when he saw him on the road to Damascus. It was a supernatural highway ever since. That's how it was. That was the norm. In today's society, it's not so much the norm. It's the exception rather than the rule. Let's get back to the making it the rule. Hallelujah. Supernatural. I remember the first time I prayed for somebody at an altar. Holy Ghost came on that person, picked him up off the floor and threw him. Can't duplicate that. I just stood in awe and amazement. Stood in awe and amazement. Watching God pick somebody up and throw him. Now you might wonder and ponder over, why would God do that? I don't know. I have no clue. Give a sign, a wonder, let people know I'm here, I'm around. I'll tell you what, that person's life was changed. You say, well, God, does God just that for a select few? You know, I'm firmly convinced that He doesn't. I'm firmly convinced that He does it for anybody who cries out in hunger and thirst for reality with Him. And I mean, takes it to heart. And says, I want you, God. When I rise up in the morning, till I go to bed at night, I'm going to praise your name. I heard somewhere where it says in the, in the Word of God that you inhabit the praises of your people, Psalm 22 and 3. I'm going to praise you because as I do, I know you inhabit my praises. And where you manifest yourself, there is the supernatural working of your might and of your power. You know, let's, try to, let's stop trying to figure things out with our head. Let's stop trying to get things to work right in the natural. Let's believe in the supernatural. You believe in the supernatural? You believe God can make an axe hand, head swim that's made of iron? Does iron float? No. God can make it float. You believe somebody can walk on water? Jesus knows the law. It wasn't so uncommon to him. Anybody turn water into wine lately? No. But we know it's possible. What about multiplying food? The multiplication of food. We've got so much food around us, we don't have to have it multiply. Right? But like, what's our sister here from um, Aliquippa? Hey, God. Remember that? Anybody remember that story? Raise your hand if you do. Spoke to that spaghetti in that pot. Didn't have enough to feed all the ministers that were there. Said, hey, God. Hey, God. Man fed everybody and had leftovers. Grew in the pot. That's pretty good, isn't it? Hallelujah kind of God we serve. What about this one incident where they were heading off to a Bible study out in the country and didn't notice until they got way out there that they had no, not really not a lot of gas in the car. When they got to the place where they thought, we're going to run out of gas or whatever, finally they saw a gas station, stopped, filled it up, then continued on down to the road, down the road and just went ahead and had a Bible study. Told the people, man, thank God for that gas station down there because we just would have run out of gas and we'd have been lost out here somewhere in the country. Had no clue where we're at. The fellow that lived out there and said, what gas station are you talking about? I said, one right down the road. I said, there's no gas station down the road. Yes, there is. 
No, there's not. I've lived here all my life. There's no gas station down the road. What are you talking about? Went back. Sure enough, they went down the same road. There was no gas station down the road. Glory to God. I guess it was a portal, portable angelic gas station. wonder how long that tank lasted. Think about that for a while. I wonder how many miles they got the gallon on that stuff. Supernatural. He, he said to me, implant in my people's hearts and minds the supernatural. Too much of the time the focus is on that which is natural and it's shutting down that which is supernatural. Throw caution to the wind, so to speak. Sit back, kick back, and just let the Spirit of God move in your heart and start focusing on God is more than enough. What is your need? God is more than enough. How can He work it? It doesn't matter. It takes faith to work it. Just believe God. I believe God. I believe God. You can set in motion some things supernaturally. Spiritual laws will set in motion out there in the, in the, in the world, in the supernatural spiritual world, that will have an effect upon the natural world in which you live. And it will set things in motion for you down the road by the confession of your faith. Oh, I know it's so. I remember when I was in need. And before I ever got to be in need, I would just walk around saying, My God supplies all my need according unto His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And I just keep on saying it every single day. I know people are down on confessing the Word of God, but they've never read Philemon. Philemon. We call it filet mignon. They never read that. It's a good piece of steak right there. Verse 6. That the communication of your faith is effectual. Philemon. Verse 6. By the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. There's a nugget right there. Take that to heart. Speak it. Speak it to yourself. Start saying. That's why we have our confession every time we, we talk about the Word of God. I have what the Word says I have. By the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Say it with me. I'm a spirit. I am a spirit being. I am not an emotion. I am a spirit. Anger doesn't control me. Fear doesn't control me. Jealousy doesn't control me. No emotion controls my life. I walk in the spirit. I'm not controlled by the flesh or emotional feelings. Therefore, the life of God in me is making its way through my soul, into my body, and setting the course of my life for that which is good. Hallelujah. So I just say that and say that and say that every single day. And my God supplies all my need. Then all of a sudden there came a time when I had a need, big need. Look to God in prayer. I believe I received the need. See, sometimes we think that it all started right then and there, but it didn't start right then and there. That's been going on on the inside of me for a long time. Then when the time came, I just released my faith in God. I believe I received that need met. The thing was set in motion probably a year ago. Do you understand that? It was set in motion a year ago. See, sometimes people wonder when it comes even to healing. Healing. See, too often we just talk about sickness and disease and all that too long, too much, and then we don't set the right thing in motion. I tell you, it's a struggle. I tell you right now, it is a struggle... To speak the word when you don't feel well. I mean that. You know it is. I know it is. It's a struggle to speak the word when you don't feel well. But keep on saying, I'm not an emotion. I'm not a feeling. I'm a new creation. 
And this new creation has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, been bought back to God. I've got life in me, the supernatural in me, the power of God is in me. Hallelujah. And the life of God in me is manifesting itself into my flesh. See, you didn't one time hear me say I'm not sick. Did you? When people first started hearing the faith walk, that's what they used to say. You people walking around saying, I'm not sick, I'm not sick, I'm not sick. Man, your nose is running, you're hacking away, coughing and all that stuff. What are you talking about you're not sick? You didn't hear me say I'm not sick. I said I'm not a body. I'm not an emotion. I'm a spirit. I'm a new creation. I got the life of God in me. Thank God for the life of God in me. That life of God in me is at work in me. It's been working in me, still working in me. The supernatural is at work in my life. I'm a supernatural being. Hallelujah. And Jesus bore my sickness and carried my pain. With the straps I'm healed. And my spirit man, the spirit of a man will sustain his body when it's, in, when it's under attack, physical attack. The strong spirit of man, it says in the Amplified Bible, will sustain him in his, his physical attacks in his, his body when he has infirmity come into his body. See, I've never once said I wasn't sick. I just said what, what so supernaturally, spiritually, walking in truth. Then you know what? Down the road somewhere when you need it. I like to say it this way. Confess your faith when you don't need it. And when you do need it, your faith will work for you. The supernatural. I remember when those angels, I just would say every single day, angels are loose for me ministering because I'm an heir of salvation. Every single day. I'll you, I got that revelation when I was at school in Ramah. And... Never heard anybody talk on the subject before in depth. And I'm not, never forget the teacher. He taught on that subject. And we just got right into the ministry of angels. Got involved in the ministry of angels. Start talking about the ministry of angels. You know, there's something about being in a setting where you're there three times a week, four hours a day, and you're talking about a specific subject. How does faith come? It comes by hearing. Hearing by the Word of God. And he kept talking about angels. Angels. Angels are ministering spirits and forth to minister for them who are the heirs of salvation. Psalm 103, verse 20, they hearken. They hearken to the voice of His Word. Look up the words and find out the Hebrew words, what they were. They hearken to the spoken Word of God. As God's people speak the Word of God, angels are listening to hear what we're saying. Do you realize angels are listening to your conversations? Listening to what you're saying? See? Supernatural. You're a supernatural being. Remember over there, we talked about at Dothan where, where the, the prophet said there's more to be with us than to be with them? So the servant couldn't, didn't know that there was a supernatural working of God's army all, already right there around them. He didn't see it. He didn't know it. Couldn't understand it. Angels. He knew there were angels there. See how one could be at one level spiritually, another person be at another level spiritually? And so he was looking at that. Well, the other one, he was full of fear, frustration and all that. Feared for his life. Why? Because he didn't know what was going to be the outcome. But the prophet knew and said, God, open up his eyes that he might see. There's more that be with us than there be with them. While we look not at what is seen, but what is not seen. Hallelujah. Well, talked about angels, talked about angels, talked about angels, talked about angels. I got so full of angels. You know, one day here I am walking and, and a, a few things happened. You know, one time someone stole some of my property. And I just started to walk away from the car, stole out of the car. And I was just about to shake my head and just say, well... Looks like that's gone forever. But it's just like something arrested my attention. See, the supernatural. I stopped in my tracks and I turned around. I looked at the car and said, No, I'm not going to say that. See, it was a thought in my mind. I'm not going to say that. Angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for me because I'm an heir of salvation. 
Now, I lose you to minister for me because that's my property. Someone wants to listen to the tapes and get saved, God bless them. You know, by that night, I had every, every tape back. Someone brought them and said, these belong to you? I said, they certainly do. Well, here they are. Isn't that great? It was an angel of the Lord that helped out because I said my angels are loose to do that. And then I'm driving up the highway. You heard this story before. I'm driving up Route 11 in a snowstorm, coming home from doing a Bible study, and all the way up, thank God for the angels. The angels are loose for me. I'm an heir of salvation. Thank God for the angels. Holy angels are for me. Thank God for the angels. I'll tell you what, when you're in a snowstorm, thank God for the angels. When you're in a windstorm, thank God for the angels. If you're in any storm, thank God for the angels. Look to the supernatural, see? And so just kept on thanking the Lord for that, and all of a sudden, not, I didn't know this was going to happen. I would have never, you know, thought this would happen. But you stay heavy on your part, do your part, God will do His part. And then all of a sudden, coming home that night, and I'm making a long story short, all of a sudden, coming home that night, I see my angel dressed for the weather. Scarf on, hat on, gloves on. A little taller than I am, big fellow. <laughs> big old angel, big angel. Looked right into my, right into my windshield. Leaned over the car. Brushed his hand up along the car. I do believe I drove right through him. I looked to the news the next day to see if I killed somebody on the highway. I'm, I'm serious. And then I realized that was my angel. Nobody else was out there. Drove right through him. Smile on his face. Sometimes you wish you can go back and just have the camcorder or something like that and just film that. Do you know what I mean by that? You know, because as real as it was, and as real as I'm speaking to you right now as it is to me right now, you live your everyday life after 10 years or something like that. You know, it's, it's almost we can take those things for granted. Do you know what I mean? And you don't have the kind of gusto in your heart like you once did if you don't talk about it. Got to talk about it. I hope there's a stirring in your heart right now for the supernatural. I pray that, that something's stirring in you just says, man, I'm, I'm coming to the river. I'm coming to drink Jesus. Jesus, you said if I thirst for the supernatural, I'm to come to you and drink. I'm coming to you tonight. I'm coming to drink. I'm going to drink in. I'm going to shout your praise. I'm going to magnify you. I'm going to change my attitude, change my disposition. I'm going to believe that the supernatural working of your power and might is operative in my life. And as far as I'm concerned, you're welcome to do anything and everything that you want. Praise God. Anything. Manifest angels. Show forth your glory. I'm talking about all kinds of things. Anointing with oil. That's not an empty practice. That's a practice, praise God, that's given to us by God from the Scriptures that teach us that if we apply these principles, God says He'll honor His Word. I remember that time there was a woman had a growth, a tumor. As a result of the tumor, couldn't have any children in the hospital. And there she is going to have this operation. Asked for us to come and anoint her with oil in the name of the Lord. Did so. Told her now, by the stripes of Jesus you're healed. According to James 5, you are healed. Because you were anointed. And I'll tell you what, that woman, she just began to shout right there. Shout right there. People thought she was crazy. She told the nurses when they came in, I've been anointed. What? I've been anointed. 
Okay. Yeah, they just anointed me with oil. I'm going home now. And of course, she thought she was mad, crazy, lost her mind or something like that. But you know, to make a long story short, she kept on saying this to everybody. The doctor came in, did a check, checked again, checked again, said, well, she can go home. There's no tumor. And the nurse's face just... But notice the boldness about her. Focus just got right on the supernatural. Say it again, I'm a spirit. I'm a spirit being. The supernatural realm is part of my life. Thank you, Father, for the supernatural and its operation in my life. I am aware of my angel. I know my angels have charge over me. They are loose for me to minister for me. I acknowledge their presence here and now. Thank you, Father, for your ministering spirits ministering for me now. Thank you for the supernatural and its working in my life. Hallelujah. The supernatural. Let's stand together before the Lord. Thank you for listening to our legacy teachings. We pray today's message has a profound impact upon your life and your ministry. I want you to know that God loves you, has a great plan for your life. But if you've never made Jesus Christ Lord and Savior of your life, I'd like to invite you to do that right now. Just pray this simple prayer right after me. Just say, Heavenly Father, I come to you just as I am. And I believe with all my heart that Jesus died for my sins and was raised from the dead for me. I open the door of my heart. I call upon the name of the Lord. Lord Jesus, come into my heart now. I receive you and accept you as my personal Savior and Lord. If you prayed that prayer with me, you're a child of God right now, and I encourage you to get into a good Bible-based church where you can learn to grow in your Christian faith and experience. God bless.